0: I am Professor Snipe, and this is the Potterhood Podcast with Nico Wright, and Rear Posnan. Poznan. You're here to enjoy the subtle science and exact art of podcasting. As there's a little foolish wand raving here, many of you will hardly believe this is magic. However, for those select few who possess the predisposition,
1: enjoy the show. <laughs>
2: When you started by being like, "We should have an intro for this," yeah. and listening back and like, "Oh, there's the intro," and then you're immediately like, "There should be an intro." There should be an <laughs> intro. Yeah, right, oh that's hilarious. The intro. And so then funny. it made me laugh so hard because it's like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know, I think Rogan like plays the intro for the guest, but most people put it in in post. Yeah. But, ah. but it is funny the idea of like uh,
1: race war. Yeah, we're. we're does we're, race war? Oh, we're. Race we're. wars used to be. Uh,
0: Hey man, all I'm saying we don't help other podcasts on this shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? But no, Race Wars is dope. Shout out to Sherrod Smalls. I gotta get on that podcast. Yeah. He tells me to come. I thought every you've every done it. Before. He tells me to come every week and then forgets. You know what I mean? So now I act yeah. like I forgot. Yeah. You know, just being playfully vindictive.
1: I was uh I was recording it for a while. I was the engineer on it for a little bit like last year, and there was one point where I was just filming it. I think someone else was actually engineering it. And he was like, Max, you want to hop on? Um, So it was me and George Wallace.
0: Oh, nice. That's dope. It was the coolest thing. It's so dope that it's magical. Speaking of magic, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Potterhood Podcast. I am your host, Nico White, along with Will Posner, your other host. And this is Potterhood. Now, usually... We start off with sorting, but I wanna do something just a little bit different. I wanna say thank you to all of you guys that have been with us thus far for listening and for you know rating the podcast. Yeah. You and for I mean? for hitting us up, especially
2: uh Page Mastery.
0: Page Mastery. <laughs> so Paige reached out to me on Instagram. With a wonderful message. First of all, shout out to Paige for listening to the podcast all the way through. From the beginning, she said. From the beginning. She's caught up with every episode. So, Paige, instead of... So- instead, you gotta pardon me with these S's. But instead <laughs> of sorting, we're gonna go right in to what you sent us. Could you please read?
2: Okay, so I'm gonna summarize it. Okay. Uh, basically, Paige said that she loves the podcast. She loves especially loves the sunken ship uh, segment of the podcast where we go into fan fiction relationships in the world of Harry Potter. And she would like us to talk about uh, a very specific kind of fan fiction in which Ron and Hermione take polyjuice, polyjuice potions of each other. I'm getting nervous talking about it. They take <laughs> polyjuice potions of each other and then have sex with each other as each other and first of all, I want to say that uh, Paige is a very smart person because she said, I'm not sure if you've talked about this, but I would love for you guys to talk about it. And if she hadn't written in, we never would have
0: gotten we to this. We never would have <laughs> got to this. And see, this is something I don't know if y'all understand. When I, when I say and when Will says hit us up, we do mean that. Yeah. You know what I mean? We read all of that stuff and if you ask us to do something, we'll definitely do it. We did it for another fan of the podcast, yeah. be witch, shout out to her, number one fan yeah. cuz she was the first person to reach out. But Well,
2: don't say that or will send in more more kinky shit. I'm down her for her
0: to send in more kinky <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Now, yeah. the prospect of Ron and Hermione taking each other's like you know, because polyjuice potion, as we all know, it turns you into the persons who whose polyjuice you drank. Yes. So Ron Ron Weasley would in this scenario become Hermione Granger and get fucked by himself as her Hermione as him. Right. It get fucked by Ron Weasley, who's really Hermione Granger. That's weird on so many levels. Because first of all, (laughs) you not only have to want to be the opposite sex, but you have to like you so much that you want to get fucked by you.
2: So of the two of them, I think Ron is a
0: bigger narcissist and would be
2: more excited about this situation, I think.
0: You think so? Because Hermione seems like more of the control freak. I feel like this would be her idea. This would be her idea? And it would be her just like... Making sure Ron knows who's really holding court here.
2: That's a good point. Now, when I've, when we've done Sunken Ship in the past, we'll read, at least one of us will read the fan fiction to know what the rationale is. And I didn't get a chance. You know what, Paige, if you want to send me uh, the link to this story, I would love to hear the rationale for why either of them want this.
0: (laughs) Well, because they want to get boned by themselves. be boned by themselves. I don't Understand I get
1: it a little more From Hermione's point of view Cause it seems like Hermione's Dude this is some shit Voldemort One of the two So oh. she's And then she's, uh, It also might be
0: fun Where she's like Cause for her Oh I'd like, be
2: very interested In watching Hermione Have sex with herself I just don't think well, She'd be interested that's not really
0: What this is Hilarious No she's having sex With another person Who yes. is her Which yeah. I'd
2: be interested In watching also
0: Yeah no I'm but not interested she, In watching that it. Not even on uh, no, 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 no. Even my very sick and twisted, demented mind would not want to see anything like that. It's so, like, out there. Yeah. But, again, just goes to show you that if you leave people to their own devices, yeah. that's some of the most creative shit I've ever heard.
2: I did. I did think immediately... Voldemort would be into this. Voldemort would make people drink his polyjuice before well, he uh, had sex. with One them. thing
0: about Voldemort is that's hilarious. That's hilarious because yeah. yeah. I can see that happening too. But the other thing about Voldemort is like he didn't have any hair. Yeah, that's why. He At least so when Ill. he came back, he he gave all that shit out. <laughs> that is assemble! <laughs> yeah, and they were like, "No, is it the polyjuice day again?" <laughs> That's why he had no hair. That's how he initiated motherfuckers, bro. He would pluck all them shits out (laughs) one by one with tweezers. Like, all right, Dollar Hog Bellatrix, get over here. I want to watch me fuck somebody
2: else. All the Death Eaters are mad at Draco because he showed up after Voldemort was hairless. Right. (laughs) Draco never had to do it.
0: (laughs) You don't even know what it's like.
2: Man, imagine Pettigrew just in the woods with him for years—just all of those last hairs. You, oh my God, you <laughs> are a
1: silly, silly person. I also, might explain—was um, it uh, Draco's dad? Uh, just kind of the look he always has. Oh he yeah, always, there's, yeah. There's a, there's a sadness behind his eyes. Yep, because
0: he know that—that's probably also why Snape was such an asset, being the fucking potions master. <laughs> Snape can make that shit last for twelve hours. Voldemort think- got them working shifts on each other.
2: Yeah, Snape either got out of it by providing the Polyjuice potion or he just made Voldemort wear a lily mask. Oh. <laughs>
0: oh. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how we're starting off this episode of the Potterhood. And I don't know if we can fade this in, but yeah. please add round of applause side effects right here because that was amazing. Shout outs to you, Page. Shout out to you, Miss Page. Long live and please keep supporting the podcast and make sure you um, inbox me. Let me know that you heard this. Okay. Now then, William, take us into the first segment.
2: Okay. So uh, in celebration of Eddie Murphy going back on tour yeah. as a stand-up comedian, yeah. we will be sorting two of my favorite Eddie Murphy characters, starting with my second favorite character in, Eddie, in any Eddie Murphy movie, which is Axel Foley.
0: Axel Foley. Okay, now tell us all what movie Axel Foley was in, bro.
2: Beverly Hills Cop One and Two. Now, in, is there more than? There's just I've only seen One and Two. I, I think it's only Two.
0: Detail. Okay. It's only good. They they there's um, murmurs of a third one, but let him come back to stand up. First. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, if I had to put him anywhere, he's loyal. I would actually put him in Hufflepuff.
2: You would? Okay.
0: That's where my mind. That's where my mind's taking me. I haven't seen either of those movies in so long. Cause you gotta remember. I'm 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 the I'm the second youngest person here, so I kind of missed that era of Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. I, when I discovered him, he was Dr. Doolittle. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm a '93 baby, so I knew him as Dr. Doolittle. I knew him as um, Donkey and Shrek. I knew Norbit. Daddy daycare. Daddy daycare <laughs> and the Clumps. You know what I'm saying? Dude, Norbert is very underrated. Very underrated.
2: Everybody in that
0: movie is good. Like, Cat's great in it. Charlie Murphy's great. Everybody's great in it. Absolutely wonderful. So, considering what I think I know and from other movies I've seen of Eddie Murphy from around that era, I'm gonna go Hufflepuff because that, to me, just seems like that was the kind of character he was playing. Almost that Cedric Diggory-ish type of character.
2: There is a lot of Cedric to it. There's also a lot of Harry to it. I... I lean towards Gryffindor, but I think Kufflepuff's probably more interesting. Gryffindor, it's just, like, he's doing brave things the whole movie, mm-hmm. um, and he's pretty reckless. Uh, not, like, reckless, reckless, but he doesn't give a fuck. He, like, puts a banana in the cop's tailpipe,
0: tailpipe so that he can get away from
2: them and solve the case and stuff. Like,
0: he, he's a... Well, I mean, if he's calculating like that and willing to break the rules that's to, true. Okay. to get everything through, that might be pushing towards either Ravenclaw slittering, actually. Yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's a a cunning to him. Oh, he is. I mean, every Eddie Murphy
2: character in one of those action comedies, they're always smarter than you realize. Like, you watch it again, and you're like, this guy has immaculate problem-solving skills. Yeah.
0: You know what? I haven't haven't listened to you say that, and just the deviousness he was willing to go Mm -hmm. through to see his plans, like, be fulfilled. I'm going to change my vote. Instead of Hufflepuff, I'm going to sort him into Slytherin.
2: Okay. Like a Snape-ish Slytherin. Yeah,
0: a good a good Slytherin. Good Slytherin, of course. A good Slytherin. Okay. Good Slytherin. Ooh, that just feels like. Ooh, it feels dirty to say.
2: You love Good Slytherin. That's what Paige enjoys about Polyjuice Potion fanfiction. Yeah. For you, it's just Good Slytherin fanfiction.
0: Yeah, dog. <laughs> I, I I like the I like the good antihero. I always like like characters like Magneto, like yeah. Snape. The guys they paint as bad, but when you actually listen to them, it's like, oh, that makes perfect sense.
2: I think you would really enjoy. I know that we saw Cursed Child together, but if uh, if they just followed like Scorpius and all those Slytherin, like just follow them and watch them thrive, like you would yeah.
0: enjoy that. 100%. Humanize Slytherin a little bit more because I really don't think mm-hmm. they were all bad. And I actually think they were a lot, they made a lot more sense than people gave them credit for. Sure. You know, Salazar Slytherin's ideals. I didn't like but that's also because I am am a muggle so (laughs) if I was from a family that was like you know if you worried about being persecuted you do grow to hate your persecutors for sure and there's not anybody can tell you we see that in just our everyday human life so the way that um, we understand Gryffindors and everybody else, really only Gryffindors and Slytherins are yeah. the one they talk about, which kind of pisses me off. They should have made more like Bad Wizards than some of the other houses. Oh,
2: Ravenclaw for sure. I mean, if you think about... Because Rowena
0: Ravenclaw it. just seemed like she was a lot better.
2: Dude, Mark Zuckerberg, we haven't sorted him yet, but mm-hmm. Mark Zuckerberg is an evil Ravenclaw.
0: Yeah, 100% like, though. oh, I'll do what's in my best interest at all times and I will...
2: Yep, Rowena
0: uh, Ravenclaw and the Ravenclaws in general, I think could have set up... Or had the potential to set up some of the best fucking adversaries mm-hmm. for the Wisdom world at large. Not just like in Great Britain, but the Wisdom world at large.
2: And also, they didn't make the Ravenclaw smart enough. Like, just when you compare Cho to Hermione. Yeah. Yeah, I've said that's one of my pet peeves. It's just all of the smartest wizards in the series, none of them are Ravenclaws. Right, and did she show Ravenclaw? Yeah, she was. I thought she was also Hufflepuff. No, she was the seeker for Ravenclaw, and Cedric Diggory was the seeker for Hufflepuff. Oh, interesting. Yeah, gotcha. If it's, somebody's a seeker, they're going to be important to the story. Enter house relationships. I know. Do you think that was taboo more so than uh,
0: probably in the earlier days of Hogwarts? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Gryffindors. We don't go to the dungeons. But
2: then Gryffindor, uh, Godric Gryffindor, was best friends with Salazar Slytherin. Was he? Yeah.
0: I didn't know that.
2: Yeah, they were best friends, but they disagreed over the treatment of muggles, caused a rift in their friendship for like five years, and then Slytherin promised
1: not to kill muggles, and they became friends again.
0: Oh, okay, so yeah. Slytherin lied. That is, that is just <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, that is just Professor X and Magneto. Yes. That's, yes. Their,
0: that's their thing. Yep, that's so, Professor X and Magneto. Even though I think Profex and Mags did it a lot better, yeah. you know, because just just because I can understand it more. But the, <coughs> Will's coughing. He's a pussy. <laughs> but I can understand that a lot more. So, yeah. So, I'm putting, um, give me the name of the character one more time. Axel Foley. I'm putting the one and only Axel Foley from the Beverly Hills Cop Series into Slytherin with a slight push for Hufflepuff. Ravenclaw right behind that. So, it's 75% to 50% to 48%. So,
2: everything except Gryffindor.
0: Everything except Gryffindor. Um. Even though he was positive, he understood (laughs) he might have to be negative in order to reach his goal.
2: Okay. Uh, Let's go into our next segment, the Arthur Weasley Award. Okay. For the best wizard wingman. Wizard or witch. Home. Who you think would thrive. Now, this is a muggle environment. You okay. bring them into, let's say, a bar or wherever. Uh, yeah, probably a bar or a nightclub. Mm-hmm. Who you would want as your wingman?
0: Neville <laughs> would be my wingman. Okay. Either him or Ron Weasley. Neville bottom or Ron Weasley. If I got to choose between the two, I'm going to go with Neville. Only because even though I think Ron would be a cooler hang. And he's dopey looking enough to where he's not a threat. Mm-hmm. I feel like Neville's like that quiet storm, you know what I mean? And to to be around somebody like a Neville Longbottom and have him come out of his shell, and because you know certain dudes, you fucking you go you go to talk to a girl, yeah, and you want somebody to be able to push like her friend off too. <laughs> he seems like he'd be good he'd for be that. that? Okay. you know what I mean? Like to play play his position, bring up the rear, and get the interference out of the way. But if I needed him to, like, intro me, that's where I get a little nervous. Yeah. I, feel yeah, like I don't think might, that's as strong. I feel like he might clam up. But I feel like if I could open the conversation, he could assist the conversation. So I think that uh,
2: the in the series, the two people who are most predisposed to this are Ron and Sirius.
0: I thought Sirius, but I just didn't want to bring Sirius.
2: <laughs> he already he's going to get in a fight at the bar?
0: At a bar <laughs> or coming as a dog. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, dog. We're not dogs out here. We humans. Right? <laughs> Coming as a dog. And he like, oh, I'm sorry. And then just turn back to yeah. normal. You can't, if they're going to do
2: magic in this environment, it has to be really subtle. Like yeah. some Dumbledore shit. They can't just be turning into a dog over and over again in the bar.
0: And if I take serious, as he was uh, presented in the movie, For sure. He would mess it up. He would come in butt-necked <laughs> under a goddamn fucking <laughs> like coat. It's a bar. I, I'm good on that.
2: Yeah, no, Sirius, you, you've convinced me that Sirius is not as good of an option. Now, I think if the goal is hooking up, I think, yeah, Ron Strong. I think if the goal is, like, meeting somebody substantial, I think Hermione and Lily Potter are probably the two best candidates in the series.
0: Yeah, but that's if you're looking to meet a wife. Like, sure. they're not really wing people. They're the type of person that, all right, I'm going to bring wifey around and have a sit with these two people the- and leave her there alone and come back and get the feedback.
2: But I'm going to give you somebody who I think is ambidextrous who could do either. Nymphadora Tonks, I think, would be great. Either situation. She, you know, she's going to give you some credibility. Tonks would be an
0: amazing wingman. Yeah. Or wingwoman, I'm sorry. Or... You know, wing witch, wing, whatever. wing witch, however she identifies. She'd have to keep her hair a consistent color for the evening. No, but that's the beauty of it, though.
2: Her like, hair um, changes colors? The mood hair? Yeah. Because
0: she could just make up a dope lie. And fucking, yeah. We wouldn't know. It's stupid. <laughs> and, and she made up a dope lie. I was like, yo. Didn't your friend if,
2: have blue hair?
0: <laughs> if my hair turns purple, this bitch ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's hilarious. You have a code? Yeah. Oh, how dope would that be?
2: Yeah, Tonks would be a really strong candidate. And then... I mean, Lucius Malfoy would just
0: throw money at the problem. Lucius <laughs> bitch, you don't know I'm rich. I'm rich. He rich. Look. Look at him. He, She look at you. You got $100. Look at me. Look back at him. $1,000. But it's all in magic money. Yeah. And she don't understand it. She's like, right, there's nothing I can do with that. He just gets more and more upset. Lucius gets you smacked.
2: You know why I think that Lucius and uh, Arthur hate each other so much? I think one time Arthur was flying around in his... In his Ford, whatever. Yeah. And Lucius showed up in his flying Bentley.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he just, just looking just looking down on him. Yeah. Mm, must be nice, isn't it, Arthur? <laughs> just
2: rolls away. <laughs> just ruins it for Arthur.
0: Arthur too is one of the names. Like if you have money and you wanted to shit on somebody, if you were poor. <laughs> and your name is Arthur, it just has, like, those hard fucking, like... Feels a, like a
2: butler name a little bit. Yeah, like mm-hmm.
0: that good vowel at the start and the yeah. hard consonant at the end. Arthur. Like, you nah. could say Arthur as a slur. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. So... Especially if you're a Slytherin. <laughs> especially if you're a Slytherin. I, um... Yeah, I, I'm, I think I'm sick with my guns on this one. Okay. I'm gonna go Neville. I'm gonna go Tonks. Okay.
2: Uh, so... Next thing. Easiest easiest Hogwarts subject.
0: Easiest Hogwarts subject to me seems like divination. Yeah. I always thought that. I think I have a pro, proclivity for the um, <laughs> divination arts. Because all you got to do is fool a blind lady into, into thinking that you're seeing shit.
2: But she, I feel like, I thought of her immediately. But then I was like, I feel like she picks who sh- her favorite students are as soon as they show up. Maybe before. She's like seeing the future. Like, I'm going to... Choose this student as my favorite, and it was impossible for Hermione mm-hmm. to get around like Trelawney's preconceived notions about who was good at. You never found out who was Trelaw- Trelawney's favorite student. Who did she like?
0: Yeah, and we never really found out who had a knack for divination. Yeah.
2: I feel like it was somebody like Lavender Brown or something.
0: Mm-hmm. But
2: didn't Lavender get killed? Lavender did get
0: killed, so she probably well, she wasn't... <laughs> ain't see too much of the future.
2: <laughs> she should have known to avoid werewolves. Yeah.
0: Uh, I would go... I, w- I would still say divination, though. Only because... of This this is my own personal yeah. thing. I've always been interested in being, like, um, you know, clairvoyant and all that type mm-hmm. of stuff. And, like, whenever I experience deja vu, it blows my mind. Like,
2: well, you grew up in Harlem at mm-hmm. the height of Miss Cleo, so... Yes! That makes also
0: true. I do think the divination was easy because I've always had that... Um, and easy is the operative word here, yeah. okay? I don't think you could just go in and master something like that. And I do think Trelawney was a lot more um gifted than she was ever given credit for mm-hmm. and i feel like it's one of those like disciplines where you have to be disciplined and you really got to be into it anybody can learn how to transfigure you might not be as good as mcgonagall but it seems like not a lot of people can learn how to um do divination i know you might be saying well if you can't if not a lot of people can do it how is it easy because you have to have a knack for it and i think, you think i you do? would have a knack for i it. feel like you would too Thank you. See? And I knew he'd say that. And that's why I'm telling y'all. Divination. All for me. And I love tea. Read all of them leaves. And then put something strong in there and drink it as a hot toddy. Long live. So uh,
2: I think for me, it would be uh, magical creatures. Okay. Because low-key, all you have to do is follow directions. It's like, don't punch the beetle in the face. And yeah. you don't do it. And you're fine. I mean, there were a couple episodes or like uh, lessons where it seemed... Like, they really had a difficult job in front of them. But mostly it was, like, pet the Thestral, and you get an A. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I could... Okay, but could you, like, could you remember all that stuff? There's a whole lot of magical creatures. Like, okay, I'd get confused. Like, okay, now, that's a hippogriff. Was I supposed to bow? Was I supposed to salute? How many times,
2: like, in the in your life have you been to a zoo? But every animal you've seen at a zoo, you you remember for forever. Fair. fair. Yeah, and, I can't <laughs> argue with that. And if you had, like... A, a magical lion creature in front of you and they were like, if you want to survive you gotta pet its whiskers but not don't touch its nose I'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna listen there's a yeah. six foot flying lion in front of me
0: yeah, facts, okay, you know look man, when Will Parson is right <laughs> damn it, he is right, and today is one of them days hey. my boy is correct well, you know, I can't we can't end a segment much
2: nicer than that no, let's go but with, yeah.
0: I will say this, we can't end segments nicer than that but if you guys reach out to us and let us know, what do you think would have been your easiest subject oh, sure. in Hogwarts? For me, it's divination. For Willis, care of magical creatures. Let us know that, and also let us know what was the, when we did the first um, question after the sorting. Oh my God, who will win the Arthur Weasley Award as the best wingman? Yeah. Let us know who you guys would pick for your wingman from the Harry Potter oh, world. Oh, for sure. Wingman, wing woman, wing werewolf, whatever they are. Let us know. Yeah, they're going to be like,
2: How did nobody say Hagrid? And I'm just saying Hagrid now so that they uh-huh. can't say that. <laughs>
0: nah, ha- Hagrid drinks who damn much. Yeah, Hagrid would ruin it. Like, Hagrid's a great friend. He'd yeah. Be terrible wingman. Ha- Hagrid would be too busy hitting the tables, and you can't hide Hagrid. He you put
2: the, I mean? the, the girl's friend on his shoulders yeah. and, like, crash into the wall.
1: <laughs> right. And He would tell her some shit about you that, like, you're like, that oh, you never know. wanted <laughs> nobody to,
2: that to that know. Did. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I he'll, caught this guy
2: crying with my pet spider. What are you? <laughs>
0: do- <laughs> what are you doing? Don't tell. Uh, her I play with spiders. <laughs> so
2: uh, yeah, let's go. Let's go to this next. Uh, we got for what if they were black today? We got Dolores Umbridge.
0: What if they were black, Dolores Umbridge? Maybe the most evil
2: character. Maybe in the, the whole most series.
0: evil character. First of all, if she were black them little dresses she wore would make a little more sense. <laughs> she dressed better. You know what better. I mean? She, she, it just oh. look more appropriate.
2: Oh, she is kind of dressed like... In the movies yeah. especially,
0: like a sudden grandma. Yeah. You know? Um, if Dolores Umbridge was black... If her personality changed per black personalities, I think she would have fought a lot more and she'd been a lot more vocal. She would have punched McGonagall
2: for no, instead she, of being passive aggressive. She
0: probably yeah, she probably yeah. wouldn't have been passive aggressive. But I don't think Dolores Humbridge was passive aggressive. I yeah. think the bitch was really aggressive That's true. per You're her right. occupation. She was like a really mean parole officer. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like every little infraction, she rated mm-hmm. a You're not it's about seven p.m. It's seven o three. You're going back to jail. Now, I know you guys listen to Potterhood are all upstanding <laughs> citizens and you don't know nothing about jail and parole and none of that. But it is the only thing that I can come up with. No, with you're right. Being a nagging, Del- overbearing bitch.
2: No, Dolores Umbridge. If she was black, you'd mm-hmm. be like, so who's your lace, least favorite person in America? And she'd be like, Meek Mill.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's like her exactly. She She's that like, um and maybe not all the way like, but what's the lady that's running on the Democratic ticket? Oh, oh my God. Kamala Harris. <laughs> Kamala Harris. They that's have a some, pretty they have condemning. Some, fuck her. They, <laughs> I, I don't like prosecutors. They okay. have some things in common as far as you're you're willing to do your job to whatever extent you need to do your job and that's not necessarily a bad thing because i'm sure Kamala harris did send a lot of rightfully bad people to sure right but you think about somebody like dolores umbridge who had to, um had to be tasked with taking wizards and witches that had mm-hmm. muggle ties and all that type of stuff and putting not in it not into like concentration camps but when yeah. baltimore rose back to power she was she yeah, was no, doing that. concentration camps for sure oh, right yeah, yeah, yeah. so she was putting people in places where... I mean, with, Azkaban, it's like the same concept. Right, yeah. where they didn't really need to go just for something as arbitrary as... as being muggle-born and having... Yeah, no, that's... Right.
2: That is... Uh, she she does have that in her. So I it's mean, that
0: very strong arm shit. I don't know if um, the people that disagreed with her, if she was black, would have went so soft on her as they did on Dolores Umbridge. I don't know if she would have got the same rope to um, oh, hang herself with, you know what I mean? Like, um, people
2: would have been able to... Like she, I mean, Dolores Umbridge does use like a, a white female, Mm -hmm. uh, um, like she can turn herself into the victim in her own head very quickly. Yeah. Like even with Harry, Harry calls out in class and she's like, Well, I never would have expected a student to call out, so now I'm gonna carve into
0: your hand. Right, a hundred percent. So that is a very but strategy. I feel like though, had she been had she been black, especially been black in America Hogwarts, even though I know that's not a thing. Yeah. But had she been black here, I don't think she would have been allowed to be that mean. To the boy wonder oh, yeah. of that universe, you know <laughs> that would have been interesting. I feel like Dumbledore would have stepped in a hell of a lot sooner. <laughs> Calling call me crazy, but that's how I feel. What you think, Maxie?
1: I like the. Uh, I think the Kamala Harris comparison <laughs> makes a lot of sense. I like that. I mean,
2: my wife's a prosecutor. This is so. Uh...
1: I don't know what the... I
2: want want to like your wife. I know. It's so funny to hear you guys. And also, my wife loves Kamala Harris. And I don't dislike her. I do think, like, that...
0: Wife, you better not listen to this (laughs) episode of the
2: podcast. (laughs) I think that 20 years ago, America had an ethic of, if you're a criminal, you get what you get. There's no empathy there. And I think we're moving in in a direction of everybody's deserving of empathy, which is a good thing.
0: Nah. You don't think so? Not at all. Twenty years ago, the ethic was: if you're a criminal of dark complexion and brown eyes, then you need to understand the full wrath of the fucking law and understand where you fall in that. Sure. She
1: also wasn't prosecuting people twenty years ago. Yeah, no, that's when she was
2: the prosecutor. It was like the '90s. It was like the 2000s. Yeah, I think she was. I think she was. I thought she was uh, like lieutenant governor in the 2000s. I mean, we could look that up. Yeah. That's true, and I never thought we'd be googling Kamala Harris We're on gonna this do podcast. This? Yeah. yeah, yeah, let's yeah. find out because that is important. Because like, I think that criticism of her that she was uh, over eager to send people to jail for breaking the law that is valid. I think she's certainly careers, but the only blind spot is I think at that time every prosecutor in America, every, everybody
0: made. wants an answer, but it goes into um, and again, this is you know the polity, yeah. but it falls it falls into when you have people like Dolores Umbridge who don't really want to fucking go against the actual problem they want to kill mm-hmm. a symptom so when you look at when um, Cornelius that's so smart Corn- oh, Cornelius, that's really good. Oswald Fudge and Umbridge are trying to cover up the fact that Voldemort's out Mm -hmm. there and back and nobody's dealing with it and then you look at that the crime the crime eras, and all that shit whether it's crack yeah there's a lot
2: of parallels between voldemort and the drug war right right sure
0: right so you had this thing that's attacking and they don't want to acknowledge it for what it is being a sickness they want to acknowledge it as something else and if you come out and talk about it or if you're a victim of it then automatically you get shunned and put in this fucking place where maybe you should and should be. So I also she think was.
1: Uh, I found out. she was uh, she was a district attorney of San Francisco, mm-hmm. in uh, around 2004. Wow. And she was the attorney uh, general uh, in 2010. Oh, yeah.
0: so yeah, I, I stick with what I said. The bitch is Kamala Harris. <laughs> okay. Yep. And I do think that. Uh, and Will Pozner's wife, we it, love you. Not, yeah, she's she's a great woman. You you might be a prosecutor. It's I don't know. Very what dissimilar.
2: My wife is more similar to McGonagall than any other okay. character, I think. I
0: mean, you want going to sit up here and try to help I'm, out your wife. I'm you not f- going to say
2: that. I'm my sure. own wife is Dolores I'm, Umbridge. I'm, I'm sure that.
1: Philadelphia's uh, district attorney right now is a very good, very good progressive guy.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. He's, uh,
2: uh, yeah, my wife's Hermione. I'm going to change yeah, that. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is my second choice after Beltrix. You know, my.
0: Oh, you silly. <laughs> I am pretty sure um the people who your wife has sent to jail would think she's way more uh Well my wife was a um, domestic
2: um, uh she did domestic oh, violence so now
0: she's she so a now. hero. <laughs> she,
2: I mean look, I I shouldn't have brought her up, but I did and <laughs> you know so what? Good. It's she's uh
0: she's going to have to lie in the bed that I made unfortunately Sh- for her. Shout out you mean you going to have to lie in the bed she paid <laughs> for. It. Shout out to Miss Pause out here making boss moves, sending bad people to jail. We love you. <laughs> Now, fuck Dolores bridge If she were yeah. black, I think she would've um been stopped a lot sooner. She wouldn't have been able to commit the evil she committed. How about you, buddy?
2: I agree. I that is a I think that uh that is a great point. I uh yeah, I, I there's nothing I got nothing funny to say. I just think that <laughs> For what? <laughs> I agree <Yeah>. with
0: you. <laughs> we'd, have get, we'd have gave enough game to shut up the pause, baby. Yeah, yeah. No.
1: After the prosecutor's time, like, let's go to the next topic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who are we sorting? What,
0: what do you think? Uh, I plead the fifth.
2: <laughs> yeah, let me call my lawyer. So, uh, so <laughs> no, baby, I, I might have fucked up. <laughs> 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 All right, we got Duel or Die next. Cool, let's do it. And we got, uh, got seventh-year Cedric Diggory and seventh-year Neville Longbottom.
0: Okay, so now duel or die because even though I'm co-host and co-creator, I sometimes forget on my own segments. So duel or die is who I pick in the duel, or who I yeah. would rather duel. Uh, who you pick? Who you think would win? Oh, ooh, okay. So this is seventh year so this Neville
2: is Cedric Triwizard Tournament. Mm-hmm. Neville, fresh off killing Nagini. Neville. Yeah. Neville all the way. Hands down.
1: Uh, it's- I thought you were saying if, like, Cedric made it to a seventh year. That's not what you're saying? Wait,
2: didn't he? No, he was a seventh year in the Triwizard. Totally. Yeah.
0: Oh, was he? I thought so. Yeah, yeah I thought he was about I to thought graduate. you had to be at least that old. Yeah,
2: you had to be either fifth, <laughs> sixth, or seventh, because Harry was fourth. But I was pretty sure Cedric was a seventh year. Well, I'll picked. tell you
0: what he isn't. alive. <laughs> yeah, or, or
2: a high school graduate. <laughs> yeah,
0: he is definitely not alive, I'll tell you that much.
2: You should get an honorary degree if you get gunned down in, in April.
0: Right, you should still be able to graduate. Yeah. They should fly a hawk for him or something. I, uh, his dad gives an uncomfortable valedictorian speech. Oh my god, so dark this episode. That would
1: be so, so very brutal. dark.
0: <laughs> Fucking
1: my boy. <laughs>
0: Not to make fun, because that's still one of the most gripping scenes. It's uh, an
2: amazing scene, but he's also a fictional character. Yeah, he died.
1: At, yeah, he died at seventeen. He died at seventeen. This is yeah. weird though. Uh, his birthday is uh, they say between September first and. Uh, October 30th, uh, so we know 1977. The so
2: they just said his birthday's in the fall in the series, I'd
0: assume. Yeah,
1: but I, and... he was born in 1977, apparently. Well, all of
0: the... Well, the higher Potter stuff yeah. takes place in, like, the 80s and 90s. and Even mm-hmm. the 90s, if it's
1: the 90, Wait, that's...
2: 77? That's when it says. So that would mean that he died in what year?
1: What does it say when he died? First he of died all... in 95. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, 95.
2: 97. So, so it takes place 78, in the... It is, 79, so 81, his first year is 85, 85, 85. is 91 then. Harry goes to Hogwarts in 91. 90, 91, 92, 93,
0: 94.
2: If the government is watching you right now, Max, you're the only person in the world to have ever, ever Googled Kamala Harris and then Cedric Diggory. Yeah. <laughs> back to back. They're like, so what's then, he
0: planning? <laughs> so then Diggory died in 94, right? 95. Okay, yeah, that still makes sense. He hadn't turned eighteen yet. Yeah,
1: yeah, he was uh, he was seventeen when he died. Gotcha. So okay, he was a seventh year. He was seventh year. Okay. Gotcha. Cool. So, yeah. So him versus well, I was
0: Neville. right about
2: him, but wrong about the important thing. Right, Kamala Harris.
0: I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go Neville. <laughs> reason why I feel like Neville is already more powerful because he comes from a vastly more yeah. powerful wizarding family. Because according to like folklore,
2: yeah,
0: his parents were two bad motherfuckers. His
2: grandmother never cried.
0: Yeah, not once in her life. Yeah. yeah. They would, it seemed yeah. like that was a badass family. And they're on mm-hmm. like the original 13. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if his parents were both Auras, Auras enough that they would need that much attention. And from the way I gathered it in the book, mm-hmm. it took that, it would take that many. Like they couldn't have sent less than what they sent. Yeah. And they, they, they probably did. ambushed them. They probably didn't fight them fair. Yeah, they ambushed them. Mm-hmm. So for that reason, I'm going to go with Neville because I think he comes from stronger stock. And by the end of the movies Neville was a bad dude mm-hmm. Neville was a bad boy so I, I just didn't see enough from Cedric to think that he could beat Neville and he didn't get because he you know got murdered yeah. I don't think he got the training that Neville got for the combative arts and magic because Neville like the battle sure. experience it's not even close and Dumbledore's right. army was also that. you got Dumbledore's army you got when the Carol showed up the Hogwarts yeah. he was fucking at it every day you can't beat that. I would still go with Cedric
2: because, according to the Cup, mm-hmm. Cedric was the best wizard in his in the whole school, which Neville never was. Yeah, but
0: Neville them. also, I mean, also was using a cool. broken wand. That's true. So Neville was like top 20 with a broken Who wand. Who do you think was the top
2: wizard in the school during the year that Harry, Hermione, and Ron were out chasing Horcruxes in the school. Yeah, in the school, because maybe it was Neville. It might have been Neville, like battle-wise, probably Neville. And Herbology, who's touching him there? Yeah, you
0: can't fuck with him in Herbology. Yeah,
2: Voldemort had challenged him to Herbology competition. Oh yeah, it would have been over. i, don't, I don't... done, son.
0: <laughs> I don't know who would uh who would take that. Uh, shoot. Maybe, no, because Ginny's were... a no, solid G- wizard. Ginny which... was good with reducto. Yeah. You know, she could blow stuff up. Yeah. Uh, what about Luna? Luna was really Luna's, good. Yeah,
1: Luna's really good. You don't mm-hmm. think it would be Hermione? Well, Hermione, Hermione was, was out of school. Horcrux
0: chasing.
2: During the oh, Horcrux. Oh, that's what you're saying. Yeah, I gotcha.
0: The year that they weren't in school, and I never thought Harry was the best wizard in school ever. Oh, yeah. Hermione
2: was probably. Well, who, you you don't think he was the best
0: battler though, or no? Art? Fuck no! He was yeah. the stupidest of them all. So who how you, think... you how you still using expelliarmus? And they just shot Avada Kedavra. At you. <laughs> I don't know. He's he's very like your honorable. Friends are all dying around your friends are dying like around you, now. and you out here? When Leviosa? No, yeah. Avada! You say the words.
2: Harry didn't really. Get that people could die until Mad Eye died, which was weird because Sirius died. He still didn't grasp it. Cedric died. Still, di- oh no, Cedric then Sirius, mm-hmm. and it really took like Mad Eye being shot out of there. And he- yeah,
0: and he killed Quero. Yeah, you you killed. You were a murderer <laughs> at eleven, dog. Yeah, and now all of a sudden, why I never? I only shoot the disarm. I ain't trying to hurt Stan Shun P- Stan Shunpipe would have been the most dead motherfucker <laughs> if you were harry the plant. if i was harry hell yeah i the shot stand cold that is a great smoothed point
2: move dead yeah that's a that's a nice preview of whatever we do if
0: harry were black that'll be a full episode i'm down i'm down to go through his whole life if he were black We'll on um, what's a big episode? Like episode twenty-five. Yeah, we can do something like that. We'll yeah. have a super pod that day. Yeah, episode twenty-five. Invite like all our favorite past guests. Yeah, heck yeah,
1: that'd be dope. If we uh, if we know which episode it's actually twenty-five.
0: <laughs> we get Fast. It. I don't even know episode. You notice I've been staying away from numbers. I've been I'm I've been pretty confident it's eighteen, but this I'm not definitely not twenty-five today though. No, it's not, that's what it's matters, not. bro. I was discreet as hell. I was like, in this episode, <laughs> so. Um, I'm, I'm choosing Neville for that yeah. reason. I think Neville had a lot more battle experience, and I think it's one thing to be able to throw a punch. It's another thing to have thrown punches and been hit and take a punch and roll with it.
2: Cedric did great against that dragon in the Triwizard Tournament.
0: Yeah, but that's a dragon. The dragon is a fuck. It has a mind, but the dragon isn't of your level of intellect. It might be more powerful, but because it's not of your level of intellect and it doesn't necessarily understand spells. The like the dragon can spit fire, but you could partake a lot of that. The dragon can't throw something that you can't shield yourself against. Okay. You know what I mean? True. But also by the same token, by the same token, if you watch the Cursed Child, you know, he does kill Neville. So who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe if point. Neville is everything that I thought he was, he wouldn't have got killed by bitch ass Cedric Digger.
2: You know what I just realized? And and this just is cause JK Rowling's a genius. Mm-hmm. Nagini kills Snape and then Neville kills Nagini. Like Snape tormented wow. Neville for years. I never thought about that.
0: Wow. And, then, and he was scared of Snape. Yeah. And Nagini and killed, killed Snape and he Wow. Add another round of applause <laughs> there for Mr. Paz. I love Harry know. Potter.
1: Uh well, do you think do you think that song if you brought up to J.K. Rowling should be like Oh, shit. I mean, yeah, Dude, I did that on purpose. If yeah, she did yeah, it yeah, by yeah. accident, we'll never find out. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's yeah. like, oh, that's a good point. Well, I mean, no, yeah. Yeah, of course. Dude, yeah.
2: That's so dope. Dude, yeah, she's pretty cool. She's the best. Uh, what do you think was Neville's best moment then? Because him killing Nagini is kind of like Cedric killing or beating the dragon. Mm-hmm. He's not going against a wizard. Would you say that the in the Department of Mysteries, or what would Neville's
0: finest moment my, be? I mean, my, my finest moment for Neville, honestly, is when he came through the fucking... Um, portal to get Harry, Ron, and Hermione. He had the scars on his face mm-hmm. and he led them back showing that he had still been fighting a good fight and survived. Because mm-hmm. remember, he's still a long bottom. Yeah. And the Death Eaters did his parents dirty. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they were extra bad to him. <laughs> he was probably doing push-ups and stuff in the 7th year. <laughs> yeah, he had to. Yeah. So Ed, like, Ed And his grandma's badass. Grandma came, grandma came <laughs> running in on some Alright now, I'ma take this hat off, don't knock the pigeon over, I'm gonna help my grandson, I'ma holler at y'all. And apparently was whooping ass too. Yeah. Cause grandma ain't died. No, grand grandma grandma didn't die. I think she was she had like a cut or something on her cheek. Was that McGonagall? You know
2: she was saying some goofy generational shit like, "This is why everyone getting a trophy is a terrible idea." She's like, <laughs> right?
0: She looking at lavender on the ground, <laughs> eaten. and that's why you don't give everybody citizenship trophies. <laughs> Bitch over here dead as hell. A lot of cadaver. Now as I was
1: saying,
0: <laughs> oh, do we know
1: who killed lavender? No. Fin- no. Oh, Fenrir Greyback killed that. Did anyone kill Greyback?
0: Hagrid. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't think Hagrid killed him. But I know Hagrid tossed that motherfucker so hard into a marble um wall that there was like blood running fucking, out of his head.
2: JK's a genius. Hagrid killing the, the one creature. animal. Yeah. yeah,
0: dude. She's the best. The best. We have a whole podcast because That's of true. it. That's true. Long
2: live the queen. Long live JK I do Rose. have one nitpick I remembered when we were talking about... Uh, Easiest and hardest wizard classes. Mm-hmm. They only do broom lessons once.
0: Yeah. Of I, course
2: they all suck except the five people who are good at it.
0: Yeah, and I and I really did like Madame Hooch. Like, yeah. Even in the movies, I thought they could have did more. Because I thought the lady that played her did a really good job. They
2: should be on the broom once a week.
0: 100%. Yeah. Or at least like just make more out of flying lessons. If you had
2: one hour of driver's ed, we'd yeah. all be dead. All the <laughs> roads would just be everyone...
0: And that's probably why they didn't send motherfuckers to <coughs> flying class all the time.
2: Yeah. All right. So, oh, let's sort our uh, our final character.
0: Sort our last guy.
2: Okay. And so get on we're... out
0: of here on the very nondescript episode of the Pod- <laughs> podcast.
2: Uh, so, uh, my all-time favorite Eddie Murphy character, Prince Akeem from Coming to America.
0: Prince Akeem. Gryffindor.
2: That was, a, that was an impression of Arsenio in the movie, right? That mm-hmm. sounded like, okay, cool. That sounded like Arsenio
0: in the movie. Yeah. I'm, I'm going Gryffindor just because Prince Hakeem was brave, came to another country, fucking conquered. He made the people that tried not to like him very stupid for that reason. Prince Hakeem, Gryffindor, yeah.
2: I initially would go Prince Hakeem, most important thing to him was loyalty, so I'd lean towards Hufflepuff. But I could also be convinced Ravenclaw because his plan of coming to mm, America, that's right, and masquerading as a working class man is a brilliant plan. So it's, just, it's such a smart plan. So I'm going to lean towards Ravenclaw. But I could also see him telling the sorting hat, put me in
0: Hufflepuff. Okay. Now, y'all, that has been that. This is episode whatever of the Potterhood <laughs> Podcast. My name is Nico White. My name's Will Posnan. And this is the Potter Hood. So real quick, guys, if you can, would you please find us on Instagram at Nico White93. That is N-E-K-O-W-H-I-T-E-9-3. You can find Will at
2: Will Posnan, W-I-L-L-P-O-Z-N-A-N.
0: I have a show coming up October 25th in New York City at the New York Comedy Club. Tickets for that are available on my website, NicoWhite.com. That is N-E-K-O-W-H-I-T-E dot C-O-M. Tickets are $35, but if you use my promo code KANG, K-A-N-G, that drops the ticket price down to a mere $25. Bucks. I hope to see you there uh, send me a will. Who your favorite um wing wing people? Who your favorite wing people are? Send us what class you think would have been easiest to take if you were in Hogwarts. And also, if you want to, after you listen to episode, if you would have sorted someone into a different house than we did, please feel free to let us know. And I think that's about it for me. Anything else you want to say to our people? If
2: if you're in New York City, you should go to Nico show in October.
0: You heard the man, Matts Marcus. Max Marcus Comedy. Max Marcus Comedy on Instagram. See pictures of my dog. See pictures of Max's dog. And by that, he means his pet dog. Yes. We want to thank you guys so much for listening to the Potterhood Mischief Mischief Managed.